In the name of the one true God, who is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Matthew wrote his gospel 2,000 years ago principally for his fellow Jews. The main purpose of writing the gospel was to tell the people, this was the Son of God. I know I was there, I, I listened to him, I saw all the miracles, and now he's been resurrected and ascended into heaven. It's just as meaningful now, 2,000 years later, as it was when Matthew wrote it. And this reading today is just as poignant as it was when he wrote it. Well, Jesus is led, I think it's very important, the first sentence. Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. This is telling us that this was not some chance meeting. This was supposed to be, it probably was planned at Jesus' birth, that he would confront the devil to start his ministry. And I like that the spirit goes with him. It's, it's almost like he said, Sonny boy, you're going to have trouble in that wilderness, so you want me with you. All I could think of was Psalm 23. Neither I walk through the valley of death, I shall fear no evil, for you are with me. It's always nice to know that God's on your shoulders when you're being tempted by anything. And please notice the three things that the devil tempts Jesus with. He's hungry. He hasn't eaten. Well, the Bible says 40 days and 40 nights he fasted. But as we know, that kind of means a long time. It might not be exactly 40 days, but he hasn't eaten in a long time. So hunger is certainly a concern and something he would be tempted with. And then the devil takes him to the top of the temple and says, if you're the son of God, jump off here. The angels will save you. You don't have to worry. We all want to be safe. We don't want to be hurt. We don't want to be killed. So we're no different than Jesus. And finally, he takes him to the top of a high mountain and tempts him and says, all these nations I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Now, first of all, he can't do that anyway. He's the ultimate liar. He can't give power to all these nations to Jesus. But no fear, he's got his answers. For the bread, turning the stones into bread, he says, it is written, one does not live by alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then he tempts him to jump off and be saved by the angels. He says, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. And finally, you know, this phony thing where he's going to offer him all the nations in the world if he would just bow down and worship him. He says, again, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came and waited on him. It occurred to me that these... These are things that would be tempting to us today. We're hungry. We want to eat. We don't want to be famished. Safety. We want to be safe. We don't want to be injured. We don't want to be hurt. And finally, even the power on earth. There have been times I'm sure you've all, as I have, been tempted that, boy, I'd like to be the boss of the place where I work, or the 
I'd like to be the captain of the baseball team, whatever. But power is fleeting, just as success is. And the whole key to this whole story is that Jesus had armed himself with the word. He, whenever the devil would say something, it is written. It is also written. He knew his stuff. And if we're smart, we'll get closer to the Lord and we'll be armed just as he was. You know, Christianity is not ministry so much as it is being in a loving relationship with Jesus. Because if you got that, then you can minister after you've gotten to know him. Then you can love him and you can love your neighbor as yourself. So these words of 2,000 years ago still ring true today. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.